0: Hey everybody, we're uh, Yoni and Mike from Rock and Nation Podcast. We've got Yolo with Yoyo and Big Mike uh, over here. We have our awesome guest Jesse Nicolette. Did I say it right?
1: Jesse Nicolette. Awesome. Yes.
0: Um, so Jesse Nicolette, we're gonna give a little bit of information on her before uh, we let her introduce herself. She currently just finished filming uh, *Carolina Christmas* or *Christmas in Carolina*.
1: *Christmas in Carolina*. Oh, that sounds Premiering awesome. November first on Roku, Amazon, iTunes. <laughs>
0: there's no excuse not to watch it. So without further ado, we're gonna talk a little bit about your experience, how everything's been with filming, what the project's been like, the whole adventure, and tell us a little bit about yourself. So who is Jesse Nicolette?
1: who is Jesse well first I want to say thank you so much for having me on Yoni and Mike I love you guys and Mike you know I'm a fan Mike <laughs> so thank it. you guys so much I appreciate the opportunity um, who is Jesse Nicolette I'm a Alabama girl I'm from Mobile Alabama um, I've been in, in Atlanta for the since 2011 so I've been here quite a bit but I'm still an Alabama girl at heart um, I'm an accountant and an actress. And, you know, I like to have fun and, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm from Alabama, <laughs> so you're pretty much right by Pensacola. Florida, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, 30 minutes from Pensacola, the Gulf, right on the Gulf, Gulf Shores, like 30 minutes from the beach. I'm a beach baby.
2: Oh, Same, nice. man. Like for me, man, it's like Myrtle Beach is home. But quick question, since you're from Alabama, everybody got to know this question. Are you Auburn or Alabama fan?
1: Roll Tide, baby. Roll <laughs> Tide. <laughs> I'm rolling with the
0: tide. <laughs> yeah, I just got done with the cross-country drive, so we had to pass. I my grandfather told me while I was in Austin, to stop in Mobile, Alabama. So that's the only familiarity that I really
1: had. that's okay. Yeah. You're official now. You've been you've stopped in mobile. So okay, you're official. The best food, the best people. It's just it's the best town ever. I'm a little biased, but it's the best. <laughs>
0: I'm learning a lot from Southern Hospitality, so if there's anything like here, I can only imagine how amazing it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you said you were, you, you, I, I know you have a financial company.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an accounting and tax preparation business, yes.
0: Nice. How long have you been doing that for? What got you into taxes?
1: Well, I've been doing it since I landed in Atlanta. Um, I have an accounting degree from Alabama A&M. Go Bulldogs in Huntsville, Alabama. So I'm repping Huntsville as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've basically been doing that ever since be- before I graduated. And ever since I uh, came to Atlanta, I did accounting for a property management company, construction company, and a logistics company. And now I have my own firm where I do tax preparation for small to mid-sized businesses and individuals, as well as I have bookkeeping and accounting clients, small to mid-sized companies as well.
0: That's, that's fascinating. And uh, I mean, how, how has that been? You've been doing that for a while now, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Has COVID, did COVID impact you or more of it, it stayed steady because everyone needed to do their taxes?
1: I pretty much stayed steady for me because I work from home anyway. Um, so I, my business was basically more focused towards the accounting and bookkeeping aspect for businesses. And this year was the first year that I kind of ventured into doing taxes as well. And so, and that was great. So it's it's all been kind of really consistent because at the end of the day, you still have to get your taxes done um, you still have to have your accounting for your business so i've been really blessed in that aspect and then i was able to help a lot of actors um and actresses with their taxes and make sure they get all of the deductions right so that's been a joy just talking to like all the actors in the area and helping them out so i love that
0: that ties into my next question actually so how did you get involved in the film industry with your background in business? Um, and a little bit about us. I mean, we're, we're familiar with the film industry and in entertainment marketing for 10 years and whatnot. So, I mean, i I can probably relate with many angles, but since we're talking in broad sense to the audience um, let's narrow it down to how did you get involved with filming and in regard to taxes, it's, people don't realize we have a lot of 1099s as actors so there's a lot of things we have right. for work that we can write off that is necessary because otherwise oh, we going not do it but mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that
1: so i always get that it's like the left and the right hands like how do you how are you doing acting and accounting and all this so when i first came to atlanta um of course i'm telling you i'm i've always been an accountant um and so acting is something that's always it in the back of my mind but you kind of think oh no that's not for me or oh that's you know you think you kind of talk yourself out of it and so I just was kind of like you know what I'm gonna take a uh, acting class and if I like it I'll continue and if I don't at least I'll say I can say that I tried it and that's it so I'm kind of big on that now if I think of it if I told y'all the amount of things that I have tried like I'm big on like trying things even if I don't like it You know, I'll try it at least once, and then I'm done with it. But acting really just stole my heart. So ever since I got here, I took the acting class. I've been in classes since then and a part of different productions. So it it just kind of took off from there back in 2011. So it was just kind of one of those things where I kind of pushed myself to try something new, and I fell in love with it.
0: That's awesome. So how many – I mean – how many films would you say you've uh, you've worked on, including independence films like indies, like short films with your buddies and whatnot, from the start, from the get go?
1: So this is my first major film. Yeah. I've done some smaller things, a lot of indie films. you know what I mean. And what That's
0: people? Somewhere.
1: Yeah, you have to start somewhere. And look, like it's almost been maybe ten years, but what a lot of like upcoming and people that want to get in the industry you have to realize it's America <laughs> it's not a race you have to you know what I mean and you really have to love it, it. Mm-hmm. you have to enjoy the process so yeah I've done so many like indie films web series I've done a lot of things that have never even seen the light of day where I've just spent so much time on set but I've learned so much from those projects so it's been great a lot yeah
0: that's the that's key point, the learning process. If you don't mm-hmm. learn, you're gonna stay complacent. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's not the, the answer, especially when you're doing the YOLO. You only live once, let's go ahead and do whatever we can challenge it.
1: YOLO, baby, yes. Yeah.
2: So Jess, quick question for you. So um, a lot of our audience are young people in college, coming out of college and with your financial background what advice would you give to somebody that's in their like twenties, early thirties about getting to that financial freedom?
1: Oh man. What would I say? It's so many. Look, I could, I don't want to talk y'all's ear off, but I, I could say a bunch. Cause everything that I've done has been so much trial and error. Right. So from the, like, literally y'all, I got my first um, credit card. Get a free five dollars sub. Like that's how the struggle was in college. You know what I'm saying? Like they were standing outside, like, "Hey, we'll give you a, you get a free sub." You know what I mean? So you I need
0: would. Feet, I'll show up to your desk.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So that's when it first started for me, and I got in debt with that. It was like a two thousand dollar I was like, "Oh, okay." And I, I got a free sub. I didn't think anything of it. So I would definitely say, you know take stuff like that serious. You know, if you do get a credit card, get maybe something small, make sure you're paying it on time. Um, Make sure you don't just get into a lot of debt. That's that's the major thing. Don't get into a lot of debt. Don't get into a lot of unnecessary credit cards. And if you do have some, you do want to build your credit, right? But just don't go crazy with it. Make sure you're paying it on time or in advance. And just, you know, It's so many, uh, I'm trying to, I'm like trying to run down the list of things. What
0: have you found like for most of your clientele? Let's see, like a lot of people don't realize, um, especially in college and a lot of our audience has, I mean, our audience is so broad that, you know, some people have financial difficulties, some people have money or don't and don't know how to use it So, I guess if you were to gear somebody in regard to the best way to manage, you know, if they have a credit card and uh are trying to manage what they can do with it what would you say is the best the best idea to grow their credit you know would you say paying in full because a lot of people like to just pay in full and then it doesn't go anywhere it does and what's your experience just a little curveball right there
1: grow your credit well first thing i want to say uh, back to back to what you were saying as well uh mike make a budget stick to your budget get a budget spreadsheet stick to that budget no matter what you know what i mean no matter what that's very important um and as far as growing your credit with the credit cards you don't want to pay it all the way off you have to keep the line of credit going right so you want to keep at least at least 80 percent paid and leave 20% open. That's a good start. Some people say you can do more, a little more, a little less, but don't just pay it all the way off because sometimes they'll close your credit card off if you just pay it off and it sits there. So you kind of want to keep it going. Even if you just buy your dinner or your groceries with it and pay that down, you know what I mean? So you want to keep it open and not pay it all the way off in order for your score to rise.
0: Right. That's great information. And guys, if you're listening to this, you know, she does have Jesse does have a financial company and we will definitely put her company information. Should you ever need a consultation on that? Because there's an abundance of information that we can go all day on. So that's just a great way to, you know, open up a line of credit to get started on building that financial freedom and, you know, broaden your horizons on what's possible um what do you and do
1: add one more thing you can get a secured credit card and that's just like a credit card where you put your own money on it maybe 500 200 dollars and you start it and then you use it and you pay it down and you use it And it's, it's your own money but it also helps to grow your credit as well
0: right well trial and error with your own things like if you're going to put money in a stock market you're going to you might lose so let's learn how to do it by putting five dollars of your own before you get the investors to throw in
1: right Exactly.
0: it ties it back into now I want to tie this back into the film so with you now going and having all this business and, and then like you said you took a hiatus you, you went into film in 2011 made a film in 2000 this was 2019 we started production on this okay. and um, what was what was it like being able to get your feedback and and joining an incredible cast let's talk about it for a minute how did you get the phone call
1: uh, well, I got the phone. I got involved with the film through Jocelyn. Jocelyn and I, so I've always been acting and doing things and in the acting community. So Jocelyn and I, the, one of the leads in the film, uh, we take an acting class here together in Atlanta. And so um, I was actually in Jamaica <laughs> and she called me and she's like, Hey girl, I'm in this film. You know, something kind of happened with casting and they need to fill this role. And she was like, I mentioned you and I think you would be great for the part. And, you know, would you be interested? And I was like, Yeah, sure. You know, I trust she's my girl. So I was like, Okay. So as soon as I got back to Atlanta, um, I sent in the audition and the rest was kind of just history. Yeah, so all thanks to Jocelyn for just you know.
2: Shout out to Jocelyn Hall. Shout out to her brother. I love that yes. whole dynamic of like the brother and sister. Yeah. Awesome. what.
0: What's the um, which acting class did you guys do? Let's give a shout out to them.
1: So we go to Mor- Mornell Studios with Sarah Mornell, and she is amazing. The studio is amazing. So any actor or actress in the atlanta area and even now if you're not in the atlanta area i know there are a lot of zoom classes going on so you still can get involved but i highly 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 recommend Hornell studios in atlanta what
0: was your favorite technique by the way that you picked up
1: oh it's so many things i don't know if i can give all the secrets to the
0: that you enjoyed that or top you pick either top number one or top three so we keep the secrets in line with something you really appreciated. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm trying to think. Like, do I can I give the secret the Mornell method? Um, I know there there's so many different things to just access different feelings. Um, I would definitely say one of my favorite is just accessing different emotions from maybe different objects from your past. And you never realize, you know, you may have a sweatshirt from high school and that you you don't even know that it reminds you of something, and then all of a sudden you're sitting there crying like a baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So
0: a tactic to use? I'm
1: sorry?
0: By meditation to be an interesting. Have you ever tried meditation when it yeah. came to, to, to hit a deep area of resonance?
1: Yeah, so meditation helps a lot. Um, for me. Meditation helps, music actually helps me a lot, like music from certain times or places can really, you know, take me to a happy, sad, uh, places that I need to be. So meditation, definitely, music, um, objects, really, and sometimes talking about it with my scene partner, maybe of something from the past, just those emotions to use uh, in that moment as well.
0: That's awesome. I remember I was filming a, um, so I've done producing, acting, marketing everything and I remember I was filming a movie last year and I was going through my my role was I was a billion dollar author or something and I had a crazy woman that happened to try to kill me or something and The whole fun part about that was I was also going through a possible breakup And I'm trying to figure out how do my emotions go as the as a Stephen King type of character that falls in love with the crazy person but I didn't know her from a hole in the wall but i'm in love with her and i'm like man i miss her green eyes right now i wish she was here and i'm like
1: all right
0: yeah i'm like i miss her let me go ahead and cry
1: <laughs> that's the great thing with acting when you're telling those stories it's the audience is seeing one thing and you know you may be crying about or like you said you're crying about something totally different though that's the beautiful thing about it
0: yeah i mean we can go on for hours on that but that's just we'll we'll keep it like that we'll probably talk about it some other time uh when you want to come back on this show and let's talk about some acting fun and whatnot but um i wanted to to bring this over to um with uh christmas in carolina they brought a incredible cast of a throwback cast we'll call it that and let's let's gear it a little bit into this were you oh well audience so basically Christmas in Carolina has I'll let Jesse go ahead and tell us who the cast is or why it's so unique
1: yeah so the cast is very unique because it's starring the Legends from the iconic show Family Matters, Darius McCrary and Kelly Williams. Um, And it's also co-directed by Sean Harrison and Peggy, uh, Peggy Williams. So this is an incredible, you know, it was an incredible experience to work with them.
0: Wow. I mean, were you a fan of Family Matters or Urkel?
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes like it's
0: part of the culture.
1: Like growing up.
2: Yeah, growing up.
0: all of us when we were kids
1: you know what i mean I, it,
0: yeah you did
1: that was like that's the culture and that was like before social media and really cell phones a lot you know what i mean so i, I just vividly remember it being a time when like my whole family was sitting around the television you know what i mean watching family matters so that was, it was such a moment in time. So I was, I was definitely Starstruck
2: at first. Yeah, Jess, like, I know that I was there for a lot of the filming, and I was also there around a lot of the casting and the producers are behind the scene. And um, since you're in the movie and stuff, I want you to tell the audience about the magic that we had as a cast, like, the the emotion that we had towards each other. Even, like, after we finished filming, how, like, everybody still kept in touch with each other. Everybody still had that love for each other. Real it was, talk. Like, a, it was yeah. like a real family that we created with yes. film. And, like, I'm even surprised at how much of a family we still are now.
1: Yes. And that is – I'm so glad you said that, Mike, because – and that's what I meant when I was – at first when I was like, I'm such a fan of Mike, because it's – like, I'm a fan of Mike as a person. All of these people, like, we created – the chemistry that you see on this film – it's really real and it's genuine. And like Mike said, like it was a family, like we had a great time. It really was as fun as it looked like. We just laughed and talked and, and really just dance break and song break the whole time. It was amazing. It was just a a very amazing experience. And, and you don't really get that. On every set that you're on so it's something that I know I really cherish because sometimes you know it is work and that's fine that's that's totally fine because I love you know the craft but once you when you're a part of something so special like this when everybody just really loves each other and enjoys each other it's really magic it, it honestly is magic
2: even down to the superstars on cast like even the superstar in the cast laughing and joking with us and yes, even giving us films like
1: yes there and kelly who played laura on family matters is hilarious and yes. so fun to be around and just darius is hilarious and just to watch them work and to be around them like it, it was just so fun like they're really really fun everybody's just so fun it was it was so good and then just to watch them work and watch them get in their zone like they're really especially. Well, both of them. I can't really even even say one or the other, but Kelly and Darius, you, I mean, you saw it on Mike, It was just like, once it was action, they were all in and it was, it was amazing. I was
0: actually just thinking about that. How was that? Like you guys probably picked up some techniques by just observation of like, all right, rolling action and just seeing the in and out of character. Would you say you picked up some skill out of that or just some new observation, but just being with some seasoned actors that know how to tap in and out
1: it was how can i put it because when you're watching it right you are trying to pick up as much as as you can but then at the same time you know you're fully aware that you're watching pros right so it's like you're you're kind of watching in a in awe kind of like wow and with darius it was kind of just like wow you no, know, he's just a genius. He comes on, picks up the script, puts it down, and you're like, okay, he doesn't even... You're thinking, oh, God. Does, does he, he memorize
0: I, it like that, or how was how it for memorization?
1: Amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're watching in awe, and it's just, like, not even the memorization. It's he's fully in, and they both were just amazing, and they just went into it like that, and it's... I was just in awe. I was in awe, and it's just something, I guess... I don't know. You know, you try to pick up as much as you can without just like having your mouth on the floor watching.
0: <laughs> I, I completely can relate. I mean, one for for a lot of the audience people are who are listening. I know for myself, before I got into the film industry, I, I was like I had a few different points of view, and it may not be the common point of view. It may may not um i always looked at it like i either looked up to entertainers because my family and my brother was like oh look at this comic look at this actor and there was an ego side well the other side was these are just regular people going to work having a good time and learning that balance it really explains for people that are not familiar we're just people going to work and having a good time and that's really so the all that we have they're watching colleagues I'm watching colleagues that have perfected something that's like just, I'm digging it. I'm right.
1: Digging it. Exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was watching, who was that? Watching Matt Damon perform on the Jason Bourne film, where we it's 2016 in Vegas, and I was, it was my it was a huge budget huge budget and I was in awe but that was eye-opening to see him spraying his nephew with the water bottle laughing his ass off while it's a chase scene of him being you know trying to be killed and I'm just like
1: right
0: eye-opening so exactly I exactly. understand
1: That's
0: that people. Yeah,
1: people exactly
0: yeah um one other thing I wanted to hit on so with how with you being an entrepreneur, an actress, um what is your what is your next what's what's next for you or you going back into business, you guys making a sequel or going onto a new project? What what's next for Jesse?
1: Well definitely some new projects in the works. Um hopefully for 2021 everything is kind of like moving at a slower pace because of COVID. So just trying to figure that out, I guess with filming. So hopefully everything will pick up uh twenty twenty one once we figure everything out. So definitely some exciting new projects coming up in the works. Um of course still business as usual with my JSM financial services. Gotta keep these bills paid. JSM so financial
0: services through. out of Mobile, Alabama. Or well,
1: Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. 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 Yeah, I'm from I'm originally from Mobile, Alabama. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, but,
1: but I take clients all over. A lot of my clients are different places. So.
2: Hey, Jess. Quick question. So since the movie's coming out pretty soon, well, like nine days. Yes. <laughs> uh, from this recording of this video, um, can you give us an overview of your character in the movie? Who are you in the movie?
1: Yes. So my character is Blythe. Um, Blythe is Elmore, which is the main character's best friend. So I am just, Blythe is just the friend that everybody wants or needs. Just super positive, super encouraging, super just like, listen, girl, okay, I'm trying to get you a man. You need to listen to me because I it, what you're doing not working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of that friend and just supporting her and just down for whatever you know what I mean so that's my character and it was just such a joy to play life because that's kind of who I am in real life I try to just be a good friend and positive and motivate like I said it's just something someone that we all need in our life and should aspire to be just a positive positive friend that's just encouraging our friends to you know do what's best for them for their happiness
0: Blythe kind of sounds a little bit like Jesse.
1: Blythe is a lot like Jesse. It was easy to play. I'm gonna I must admit, Blythe was easier to play for me because it it was it was fun. And then Jocelyn and I are friends, so that was it it was really easy to play.
0: How how long were you guys on set for? How many months did it take to make? How long were your days? What was it like? You know, what's set life like?
1: It was a very long process um from start to finish. we whew, we maybe got the script in our hands and rehearsed and maybe for over a year. Um, we filmed it in a week, but that was kind of after, you know, rehearsing and meeting, going here and there for almost a year, right? So, and then once we got to set for that week, it was very, very long days, 12, 16-hour days. You
0: crunched a movie in a week. hmm yeah. How many, how was- many, well, I mean, we haven't watched it yet. I was, how, how? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. All of it. Uh, well,
1: it was it was it was fun. I would I always say it's like a sweet torture. You really have to love acting to be an actor because once you get on set and though in its twelve sixteen hour days, you know it's like you're running on fumes, but you're still so excited because you love it so much. It's like you're totally exhausted, but it's nothing else you would rather be doing. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's, a really sweet torture to yourself you just have to love it it was amazing though but it was it was a lot it was a lot but i enjoyed every second a
0: lot of coffee
1: coffee yeah you gotta have your coffee i always have to have like my green juices my beet juice i have to have like an arsenal of stuff to keep me going
0: i <laughs> love when the 20 hour or 19 hour comes and you still haven't heard martini martini for those that don't know is the last shot when you don't you have a team for twenty hours and you got to be the last one to perform and you're just like, action,
1: mm-hmm. and you got to <laughs> hop in, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, um, yeah, Mike. What, what do you what do you think about um, our what, do you, what would you want to uh, bring out to our audience? What are some pointers before we we wrap up that you feel you know we, we should share with
2: you know between all of us and Jesse? Um. I'm like, it's off. Off i going to say, I'm excited that Jesse came home and talked to us. And two, um, Jess, you got to plug this in for me. <laughs> Tell them about the crab cakes and shrimp and grits.
1: Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing.
2: So, so we're going to plug this in. Coming soon, we're going to start balling up our own sauces.
1: Let
2: all me right, tell you something. You Mike, yeah, I cooked all the food on set. Mike. Oh, I'm standing best, by I...
1: the best chef. Um, everything was amazing. Okay. So whatever he bottles up for y'all to sell to us, let me tell you, be the first one in line because it's so good. So like saved us on set. Saved us. But
0: well, when we do it, we'll be filming it so we can tell we're gonna figure that out. <laughs> Seems like an adventure. <laughs>
2: So, doing this film, um, was that like your first time getting to like move around like South Carolina and everything? Like seeing like the different little small towns and like the beach towns and being like the little towns of South Carolina, was that the first time for you doing that?
1: Well, in some areas it was. My husband is actually from Columbia, South Carolina. So I was introduced to the Carolinas a few years ago, but some of the areas, Marion, I I had never been to.
2: Marion, yeah,
1: to Marion and Florence. Florence. So that was exciting to, you know, explore. And I think in Myrtle Beach when we went there, that was my first time there as well. So Mm -hmm. it was. I'm new to the Carolinas. I have been exposed a little bit to Columbia. So shout out to all my family in Columbia, South Carolina.
2: So we call Columbia the Metro. Okay.
1: Man,
2: uh, the Met. The Met. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. like... Oh, out. So, like, like I said, a lot of those, like, Stacy Davis, um, DJ, me, like, we're all from Marion. I was born in Florence, so then, like, my stomping ground became Myrtle Beach because I went to Coastal Carolina and Ory, Georgetown. So, it's just that, like, those areas, just like, those are home and like, even though it's spread out, it's a lot of country stuff, but it's interesting, even like being from Mobile, like um, something that we can tell people like, coming from these small southern towns, man, there's a lot of gems in the rough that people are really gonna start to see now.
1: Yes, a lot. And especially, you know, I gotta rep Mobile. It's so many talented people out of Mobile so many entrepreneurs it's so mobile is just such a wonderful wonderful city um so i'm just glad to be one of the people to highlight it because there's so many like i said so many talented people and just it's such a gem it really is such a charming little town
0: right nice. i gotta check it out
2: i guess we're gonna have to do an episode when we really start getting rolling We're going to do an episode in Mobile with Jazz. She shows us around, shows the food. We'll come out there. Yeah,
0: let's go get some restaurants if you want. We can find a restaurant. Do our
2: reviews. Yeah, we our do our food reviews.
1: And y'all should come during Mardi Gras because let me tell y'all a little known fact. Mardi Gras was started in Mobile, Alabama. So let's just put that out there. It was not started
0: in New Orleans.
1: It was not started in New Orleans. It was actually started in Mobile, Alabama. And so Mardi Gras in Mobile is a very big thing. Literally, people don't believe this, but like the whole city shuts down for the entire week. There's no school. school, Everything. Yeah, shut down and turn up for the week. No school for the week no everything closes and it's just a great time for the whole city
2: wow hey that's that's
1: but so y'all don't have to come check that out yes. I,
2: live, I live in vegas for
0: 10 years but i don't think mardi gras i think i don't think vegas compares to mardi gras at all
1: mardi gras is is, where is that,
2: so, y'all? because of the mardi gras there in alabama so do you have a lot of cajun influencing our food there
1: of course of course the best seafood all the time I'm always like uh it's it's hard to impress me that's why I was so impressed with your seafood Mike because I'm very very hard to impress with seafood because you know we live on the Gulf so we're getting really fresh seafood all the time and so it's definitely Cajun inspired definitely it's just the best seafood around
0: Mike how do you taste test the seafood you
2: make if you're allergic the key of it is I can't actually taste the seasoning. So a lot of times when it comes to, like, the seasonings of food, I do it with chicken. And, too, it's kind of it's, it's kind of inedible for me because it's not like we're from outside of Myrtle Beach. So I'm pretty much from a coastal area. I have a lot of family from the D.C. area, DMV, D.C. Baltimore area, and that's the home of, like, Blue Crab, obey Bay and everything. So I kind of mix, like, the... Carolina beach, come meets the Merlin seafood when it comes to seasoning and watching my family members, seeing like oh, listening like the older people talk about how they cook this and watch the older people cook and this and that, and that's how I learned and make my own style of it.
0: Well, you got a fan right there because you're doing it. Yeah, you're making this is making me hungry. I want some shrimp or something.
1: All (laughs) right.
2: Like, my, like, I make this Obey aioli, and, like, everybody loves it. Like, every time I come home, DJ's like, you got to make me a jar of it. I had, like, a bottle of it. Kelly took the bottle. DJ was like, if it wasn't Kelly, Kelly couldn't have the bottle of the Obey sauce.
1: Like, <laughs> you going to have to send me some.
2: I got you. I got you. Like, I'm about to start bottling up, and, hey, I'll, I'll send you that free care package.
1: Y'all heard it here now, Mike. We have this on record. You got that, Yoni?
2: I did. He just said he's giving it to you for
0: free.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I'm willing to pay, but he, I would have paid, free.
0: but you just offered it for free, bro.
1: Right, I would have paid, but I'm going to take it for free, too, now.
0: <laughs> got that. I got you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make some delicious stuff, her and her husband. You guys have any kids?
1: No, not yet. Not yet. We just got married September 11th.
0: Wow, yeah. making That's it a, a little
1: over a month. <laughs> what, just, what was that?
0: Making September 11th into a beautiful memory.
1: I, I know, right? It fell on a kind of a weird day, but yeah, it's a beautiful, it was Where beautiful. were you on September
0: 11th, actually, come to think of it, in 2001?
1: I, I was, I actually was home. Um, I, I was in, uh, I think I was a freshman. But I, I remember, because I kind of faked sick that day, and so I was home with my mom. And
0: you, were you intuitive or anything? Like, did you choose to play sick because you felt something was wrong? You're just like, I'm not going to school today. I,
1: I am very intuitive, but I don't know if that at that time I felt like something was wrong. I just kind of, I don't even know. You know, when you're young, I just kind of fake sick that day and stayed home. And and I just remember my mom just kind of like screaming at the television and I'm like, what's going on? And then and you know we were just sitting there watching it with the world and it was a horrible horrible thing yeah
2: it's like a date everybody remembers. so i was in new york yeah so yeah you tell us where you was at
0: yeah i was in new york at the time i was at long island jewish community center hospital i was waiting for an appointment and where i grew up in long island from new york in long island where i grew up we had a house that had a whole skyline view so that morning we happened to be at the hospital and had the tv on right and usually I could have got a perfect view from right upstairs, but I'm downstairs waiting for my appointment. I'm, I'm 11, 10 years old. My sister is there, my twin brother, and I think an older brother. I'm um, watching the TV on CNN and the building's on fire and I'm 10 years old. I'm like, okay, why does this fire drill look so weird? And it, it was too hard to fathom the understanding that the building I look out every morning that I'm not looking at directly right now is, currently in flames then we watched the second plane hit and I thought it was a missile at first you know because we watched the plane go around and boom um, and and that was actually the first time I felt I, I knew what was going on I've always been aware of things but it was terrifying you know there's no phones that you couldn't get a hold of anybody my dad was in this city I didn't know who my father was my neighbor worked right by the World Trade Center my friend's dad worked in the World Trade Center um, I, where I grew up is very big with the police and the fire community. They were very intact. So, you know, I'm hearing the hospital sending everybody go over to the World Trade Center. Anyone that's off, get back in the ambulance. Anyone on call, get over to the Trade Center to triage. This was before it collapsed. You know, everybody's going. All the phones were jammed. Nothing was working. Uh, that night there were F-16 or fighter, I don't know, fighter planes going around Long Island. All you're hearing is sonic booms like, <clears throat> and like, I was terrified because I knew we were going to war. And I'm like, oh boy, is this a war zone? And that, that was that. And then it really actually made a trajectory on my career because prior to getting to film and entertainment, I was in modeling, but at the same that was an accident because I looked good and was scouted. I studied emergency management and homeland security. I was always into helping people. I studied emergency medicine because of that. So, like, your wedding's on 9 11 and it's a significant, beautiful day for you with the memories that we have that we have to. You know, as a whole, we remember everybody lost, and it's a beautiful way to commemorate. In my opinion, it's a beautiful way to commemorate because it's never forgotten. Um, yeah. But it's also, you know, we we live and we learn and we teach peace based on the experience that we had, and it's the only way to unite the world. And it's a little deep, but...
1: No. Oh, yes, yes. You were really close. That has to be even more devastating, that it, memory. Oh, my goodness.
0: Really, really, my whole life prior to getting this was about helping people in 1997 we had a tornado in new york it was on labor day and prior to that i'm like i loved rain i was a kid i'm innocent i loved rain i loved showers i loved lightning and thunder and i'd go outside and dance and sit down and wait for my spot to stay dry until it was wet we'd save our spot then there was an earthquake a tornado it felt like an earthquake We're we're heading out on Labor Day. If you want to hear the story, actually, you guys want to hear? Yes, of course. So, all right, 1997 Labor Day. My family wants to go do something. It's before school, right? There was a storm coming. We went to this place, uh, Fun Station USA, in Limbrook, New York. Um, We're having a great time. My dad and I were going to go get the car, um, and at another mall, there was this whole. Carnival going on. I know my brother was there. It was an outdoor thing miles away, but within the vicinity, I guess. And the weather was so bad. We're open door and things are flying around and everything starts to shake. A guy comes running in, get down, get down, hit the deck, hit the deck, tornado, tornado, tornado. And I'm like,
1: wow.
0: What? And everything's just all oh, lights are going out, flickering. We're hearing loud bangs. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to die. I'm about to die. And we're running. People are are freaking out. Going to the back of the building. Somebody trips over my mom. She breaks her ankle, um, and we're still unaware of like the reality of what just happened. What's going on? And slowly realized it was in fact a tornado. It, 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 there was a party going on in the party room. They had just left to go to the bumper cars. That whole wall collapsed.
1: Oh my goodness! That's a minute
0: after they left, and the whole. You know, pandemonium started. The whole entire wall collapsed. They would have killed all those kids. The only thing working in the whole building was those stupid bears that played the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we're just like, shut that thing up, shut it up. We're freaking out, and we go outside. It was a war zone. Like cars were inside cars. Somebody's car was in our car. Yeah. Um, that was the tornado. That that got me interested. Like, what do I do? What do you do in these situations? How can you be ready? And ever since then, I advocated for um, learning CPR, AED, first response, and watch all the channels to understand, like all the TV channels that would talk on this stuff. And I felt like, how do you make a world a better place? You know exactly what to do and nobody knows what to do. And then 9-11 happened and I was like, okay. So there, there were disasters that led up to an area of, you know, wanting to protect others.
1: Yes, that's amazing. That's really amazing how that affected you to, you know, act on that and learn those things. That's really commendable.
0: Thanks, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so that was my 9-11 tie-in on that.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: And where were you for 9-11?
2: I was in the third grade. Guess who was in my third grade class with me? DJ. DJ. Was
1: it Ryle? Ryle? Raul, I'm
2: sorry, let's say that. DJ Raul, and uh, I was in his Baker's class. And um, I was remember, like, I was that messy, super unorganized kid. Like, the teacher had me in my own little area with my desk with a little bucket beside me to put all my stuff I was so unorganized. Oh, poor kid. Yeah. And I just, like, I talk all the time. So I remember just, like, daydreaming in class. And I remember just vividly remembering watching, like, a plane landing in a field like across from like school. And like, didn't make nothing of it. And then maybe like 15 minutes later on the intercom, they were like, hey, we're going on shutdown. Like, America's under attack or whatever. And I think we like we got out of school early that day too. Like, even in South Carolina, they didn't know what happened. And being in South Carolina's a very like red state or whatever. And like, I remember going home that day, like watching it on the news and stuff. And like, it just made me think like, oh not like are people going to come to like down here? Ain't going to mess with us or whatever. And it was like how would life be if there actually would be like a war on American soil? Just that whole thought process was in my head. But it was just like one of those days I will never forget. Like I remember that intercoms. Um, intercom through the intercom I remember watching that plane land I always remember coming home did you see a plane or is that a vision no no I saw a plane so like I think it was like a maybe like a crop plane like a small like plane or whatever okay and like where the school at it's like I said Marion is the boonies so it's like a lot of fields and stuff so it's like one like landed like across like in the field I noticed it but it's like nothing um odd or anything because a lot of crop planes right 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 and it was, like, that happened and saying, oh, we're under attack. And you seen like, the World Trade Center is on TV. Then I remember that evening going to piano lessons. And the lady I got playing, with so the piano lessons from was her husband was a firefighter. And, like, him just going, I was like, yeah, man. Like, Did he head out? He ended up going out. He was yeah. like, yeah, then he was like, I remember, like, a week or two later, like, he was gone for, like, a month. Yeah. Now yeah. they helping out. I'm doing relief work. Wow. I remember, like, actually...
0: My thing was when I saw the building on fire, the first thing that came into my mind, the reason why I couldn't believe it was real, because I knew that there's thousands of people there. And that was that was fucking with me really hard. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people in there. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to make it out. And I remember the weirdest part was I went to see how many people were around me while the building's on fire. And I just remember doing a spin. And by the time I turned back to see the TV, the building was collapsing. And that was, I was, I was wishing it was a fucking Penn and Teller joke. I was wishing that, that that building, I was Have you ever been inside that building before? I was outside the building. Have you ever been in there before, before it collapsed? No, no, I've been outside the building in 1995. We were, my father had taken us to, had a visitation with my father, and parents on divorced. He took us to Manhattan. Uh, we were walking and I just remember looking up and I was standing outside the towers. I remember just a beautiful complex and just like that, that was the closest I ever got as a child, uh, but I would see it every day, but... Yeah, just, I remember thinking it was a huge umbrella, not umbrella, parachute just going down I'm like, no, 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 this
2: can't be, it's, this is
0: fake, this is fake, I was wishing it was fake.
2: Yeah. yeah. On a lighter note and get back to the movie. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Jess, what's your what's your favorite Christmas song?
1: This Christmas, I can't sing, y'all.
2: I'm with you with that one. But I love I love the Chris Brown version. Okay,
1: I like the Chris Brown version too. I like that too. Yeah, so that's my favorite. But I love Christmas so like I literally have a lot of Christmas. Like I love Christmas. Y'all, I'm putting my Christmas stuff up like November first. So whoever has all this Halloween stuff, y'all better get it down fast because November first, I'm putting up my Christmas decorations. Okay, what
0: about we can do too.
1: Hanukkah, uh, uh, what's the other one? Kwanzaa, everything. Yes, yeah.
0: I love Kwanzaa. <laughs>
1: yeah, Kwanzaa,
0: Chris Mahana, Kwanzaa,
1: Chris Mahana, Kwanzaa. Okay, I'm here for it. I'm here for
2: it. <laughs> um, and, and in your opinion, I, I agree. Once this get released, once this hit quote unquote black Twitter. Might got a top three Christmas movie of all time on our hands. Oh, oh, we are.
1: I hope so. You know, I'm I'm just I look, I'm just glad to be here. So I, I hope everyone receives it well. Um, it was really fun to play in and to work with everyone. Um, so you know, I'm just glad to be here. I hope it is received well, but at the end of the day, I'm just so grateful to just be a part of such a wonderful you know moment in time
2: amen to that so christmas coming up what's your what's your christmas wish for this year
1: um i don't know i don't really have any christmas wishes i i you know i wish for everyone to be healthy and for you know the this COVID thing to be over um you know because I've lost people in my family I have very close friends that have lost really close people to them and their family from this horrific disease um so I think that's just my only wish just not for things just for a little more normalcy and for this COVID thing to be over and just for everyone to vote
0: yeah what was that last part you said it cut out for a second us everybody to vote. and
1: for everyone to vote, <laughs>
0: absolutely, guys. We have an awesome opportunity. We have such a beautiful country that we have the opportunity to vote.
2: Let's what make I'm sure saying, November 1st, November 3rd. And I know a lot of states are doing early voting, yeah. But I don't care what you vote for, do what just, makes you happy,
0: do your research. And yes,
1: it's a right we
0: have. It's a right we have. It's a right we have. It's a beautiful opportunity for everybody here, yes,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Um, on that note, we wanted to go ahead and close out, and just you know, we wanted to leave our audience with uh, some some notes of inspiration. So let's go around the table and just let's inspire somebody. I'll start with you, Mike.
2: Uh, my inspirational quote for today would be: uh, "Success is nothing but a process. Success is
0: nothing but a process."
1: I like that. Did you come up with now y'all can't be springing this on me i don't have my quote together and you out here success it's nothing but a process I'm here for it I love it <laughs> that's a really good one yes
0: your turn Jesse. You
1: I would mean? just say keep going keep going consistency is key just keep going no matter what Keep, keep going don't stop Got that i don't know if that's a quote but that's my inspirational <laughs> message of the day
0: absolutely i mean i always say complacency is death consistency is, is life but I, I would say for mine is you know i'll throw a little bit of my branding in there you know yolo with yo is you only live once with me but let's go ahead and switch that up guys we only live once let's make the absolute best we can every moment that we have and keep our minds clear and remember that stress is only what we make of it so let's do what we can to work together and build the absolute best we can. And on that note, I wanted to thank,
1: yes. Jesse.
0: I want to thank Mike. And any last words? We, want, we do want to thank everybody for coming by. We want you all to check out, let's say the movie one more time.
1: Christmas in Carolina, November 1st. Available now for pre-order on iTunes, Amazon, and it will be on the Roku channel as well. So please, please, please check it out. And also follow me on all social media outlets at Jesse Nicolette. You'll be down tomorrow. Jesse Nicolette, follow me, guys.
0: And we'll have her name in the, the title of the podcast as well. So remember, just look at the title of the podcast and we can find uh, social media for Jesse yes and, uh, feel free to follow us at, at Rockham Nation. we have the and at yolo with Yo-Yo on all social media platforms we will be expanding to yolo with yoyo and mike
2: i'm saying M W 13 on uh, instagram or whatever like i said remember this and i'm not saying we're Rockham and y'all the nation and the only way is uh hey <laughs>
1: yes thank you guys so much